The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. A man in today's world wants support and guidance when tackling life's problems, but many times we feel that we need to keep our heads high and just deal with it. You know, that's not always the way to handle the issues. Now, there's Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. From health issues to family, workplace, sports, and more, we're here to provide a frank and open discussion of the topics men need to hear. Now, here's your host, Carl Bobo. Welcome to Fundamentals. I want to say welcome to both ladies as well as gentlemen. Uh, as statistics have shown that we we have a, a large number of women that tune into our podcast as well. So we want to just say welcome to everybody. To my fundamental out there, what's happening? How you doing? Hope things are going great there uh, in your world. And to my funder world out there, I say welcome back and uh, just hope and trust that uh, you find yourself in a good space in life at this particular time. Again, okay, um, a lot is happening in the world right now, and I'm talking about the entire world. Uh, there's a lot happening politically. There's a lot happening financially. There's a lot happening socially. There's a lot happening environmentally. And there's a lot happening happening uh, medically. I mean, there's, there's, there's just a lot of stuff going on. And uh, one thing that I've always said is that change is an inevitable big part of life. We need to understand change is going to happen. Change is necessary. Change is something that is realistic. And fundamentally, you know, what we got to understand is you can't get so caught up in a lot of changes in the world that it paralyzes your ability to navigate and to function. And that's what I want to make sure that we understand. You know, we understand when there's a lot of, anytime there's a lot of change, people respond differently to it, depend upon your makeup. And that's okay. And that's okay. And everybody's going to have somewhat of a reaction to change, but don't allow it to paralyze you. Don't allow any change in your life to paralyze you because you still have to live. We still have to function. You still have to make things happen. So uh, I don't care if it's changes on your job. Uh, I don't care if it's changes at home, uh, changes in your neighborhood, in your city, your state, or your country fundament. It doesn't matter. Don't allow them to paralyze you because the bottom line is, is you still must function uh, in the world in which we all are part of. Uh, change is real. And I want you to also say that change is needed. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a sign, it's an active sign to me of life. 
You know, when you have no change, uh, then it's almost like you have no life. We evolve as people and and therefore uh, a change is a part of that. So again, fundamentally, one of the things that I've said a thousand times to you is that control what you can control. Don't get so caught up in things that are outside of your realm. You know, many times people get so caught up of looking at things outside their realm, they can't focus in on what's right there in front of them. You notice if you've ever been to a horse race, uh, they kind of have those eye covers uh, over their eyes. They don't cover the eyes completely, but they kind of block their side view somewhat. And the reason is because they don't want them to get too distracted looking to the left or the right, but to stay focused on what is that ahead of them. Uh, the number one goal is to win the race. You know, and that's the same thing in life. That's a reality of life. Control what you can control. Don't get caught up so much on the outside, uh, things outside of your realm. Do your job. Fundamental, handle your business. Uh, and I think life will be great. But it's good to be back in front of you. To those of you that are new to our program, welcome to Fundamentals. Uh, it, it, it is correct. You've heard right. It is a show that is aimed and directed towards men and men's issues. It is directed towards men as a way of uh, elevating men. Uh, because I've just seen over the years, I think that men are the most neglected species on the face of this earth. So you are correct there. But it also has some extended benefits to those who are not men uh, in this world, to the women of the world, because we talk about a lot of also self-help uh, things uh, that can help everyone in life. So if this is your first time here, I say welcome to Fundamentals, and I'm your host, Carl Bobo. Today... On the group, I've chosen as a topic that I think is somewhat appropriate for us, especially with uh, just a lot of change going on in the world right now. And uh, so the topic that I've chosen for us to just discuss today and launch this uh, particular podcast off is uh, check your expectations. Think about it. Check your expectations. You know, I think every now and then we need to we need to have a checkup. Uh, check up from the neck up. Check what you expect. Check it. Fundament, if you will, allow me to borrow your imagination just for a moment to kind of get you in the minds of where, where I'm going with this thing today. Suppose you were told that a routine genetic screening at birth revealed that On his 24th chromosome, your son possessed what is called the Quati 69 gene, and that this gene is known to be responsible for creativity. Do you think you might have raised him a little differently if somebody had told you this, that he had this gene of creativity? I'm pretty sure it would have, um, you know, have at the very least created a, a set of expectations from you uh, that you would not otherwise have had if you had not been provided this particular information. 
if your neighbor's teacher, uh, let's say now, let, let me say, or, or your neighbor, period, let's just say your neighbor uh, tells you that at your school that both of you all's children go to, that your third grade teacher, because both of your children are third grade, that your teacher's, uh, he, he went in and met him and the teacher's somewhat aloof and curt and, and realistically somewhat critical of today's parents. Watch this, Funda Man. Would that not establish in your mind some expectations about basically the nature of the teacher? Will that information affect how you approach your first parent-teacher meeting? And I'm pretty sure it would, Fundamental, if we're honest with ourselves. And I'm going to tell you something else. I guarantee that your teacher will pick up on your behavior cues if you receive this information from your neighbor and, and the teacher might perceive you a little bit cold and might think that you don't like her. She might even interpret your coolness as disinterest, uh, creating the expectations um, that you don't really care about your child's schooling. Even though it can be wrong, we're talking about expectations now. So, so as you can see, what I want you to understand is negative expectations can get matters off to a bad start from the man. Understand that. However, but conversely, check this out, positive expectations have the opposite effect. They can enhance everything. And let me show you how that works. Several years ago, uh, in 1968, there was this psychologist. Guy's name was Robert uh, Rosenthal. And he conducted you know, what has become a, a, a classic study on expectations. Now, I want you to check this out, Fundamental and Fundamental World. Pay, you know, lean in on me right quick. Check this out. In his research, he led a group of teachers to believe that some of their students had been identified as what he called academic bloomers. Now think about that. Who would probably make remarkable gains in the coming year. So he sat down with these teachers and he 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 worked with them and he and he fed them this information that they that they have some academic bloomers in their classroom that would probably uh, make a remarkable gains in the coming year. But now the truth of the matter is unbeknownst to the teachers, the students had actually been selected randomly. There was actually no difference. They'd been selected randomly. There was no difference between the one group of students and the others. In other words, there was no difference between the group of students identified as bloomers and the other students. Now, here's where it gets interesting. By the end of the school year, 30% of the quote-unquote bloomers had actually shown an increase of over 20 points on their intelligence test. We're talking about that IQ, IQ test now. Think about it. 
30% of those bloomers had actually shown an increase of 20 points on their intelligence test. And not only that, almost all of them gained at least 10 points. So, so here's the question. What attributed to these dramatic effects? I mean, what, 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 was, what, what, what really happened? Watch this, Wonder Man. Research shows that the direct reflection of credit goes to the teachers. Research shows it was the teachers' expectations which were formed, <laughs> get this now, which were formed by bogus information. Remember I said the information was false. He told them that they were there was these were gifted students, but the reality of it is they were actually selected at random. So so the information form was bogus. And that bogus information from the researchers caused the teachers to interact with the bloomers differently than they did with other students. Hope you guys follow me on this. See, Dr. Rosenthal said that the teachers were actually friendlier towards the bloomer. They paid closer attention to their performance and placed great, greater demands on them because they knew those kids could do the work. <laughs> I said, really? How did they know those kids could do the work for the man? How did they know those kids could really do the work for the world? They're, 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 what they perceived, what they knew was based on bogus information. But yet, that bogus information guided them in their interaction with those students. See, see, fundamentally, that, that, what, I, what I want you to understand is this illustration, this study, it, it really illustrated the powerful role of expectations. Because if you really think about it, at the beginning of the year, the two groups of children were actually just alike. There was no difference between the two groups. They were the same. The increase in IQ was a result of teachers' expectations alone. Listen to this, Fundaman. It was it was result of simply the teacher's expectations changing. And that resulted in different interactions between the teachers and students. Now, let me tell you something. I know this is true. I knew this was true long before I read about uh, Dr. Rosenthal's study. Because I, as you all know, I've got three sons. And they've all been a part of public schools as well as private schools. And I, I, I must say, in the public school system, and this is not at all uh, public schools, so don't misunderstand me, but in the public school system where they were attending, the expectations were lower. And guess what, Fundaman? And they performed to the expectations. <laughs> it's the truth. The expectations were lower and they performed to what those expectations were. You know, I, I remember uh, I had to take the privilege 
of playing sports away from them because they weren't performing to my expectations. They were performing to the expectations of the environment and the school and, uh, and the teachers around them. But now watch this. After a while, I put them in private school where the expectations were higher and they all excelled and of course were allowed to resume their athletic participation. But, but, but understand, the academic requirements at the private school were very demanding. They were a lot more, uh, there were a lot higher expectations there than they were at the public schools. And my sons rose to the occasion and aced it and did all the good things that they were supposed to do. Expectations play a role, a huge role in who we are and what we become. Because now let me mess with your mind again. See, the truth is, there is no such thing as a quatai 69 gene on the 24th chromosome. I just made that up. <laughs> oh yeah, I just made it up, that part right there. But see, if you really believed your son or daughter had such a creativity gene, you would alter your parenting and come on, keep it real, Fundament. You would expose them to more. You pay closer attention to them and to their creative side. And guess what? They would automatically become more creative because you, you have set the stage with this expectation, not necessarily because your children are more creative, but they will become more creative because you thought they were more creative and set that expectation. Your actions would impact their actions in accordance to the expectation from the man. And guess what? And the cycle would continue into a lot of aspects of their lives. See, this, this, this effect has been demonstrated from the man in front of the world time and time again. Watch it. Holding expectations, whether they are positive or negative, influences how we treat other people. It influences how they react to us. It influences how we see ourselves and how they see themselves. Bottom line, fundamental is expectations rule. I believe it was Norman... Uh, Vincent Peale, who said that if you paint in your mind a picture of bright and happy expectations, that you put yourself into the condition conducive to your goal. Can let me say that again? He said, if you paint in your mind a picture of bright and happy expectations, you put yourself in the condition conducive to your goal. What, what, what's he saying, fundamentally? It's a mind thing. And a lot of things that we accomplish, a lot of things that we attain in life, a lot of things that we don't accomplish, and a lot of things that we don't attain is a direct reflection of what kind of expectations that we have in our lives. That's why you've heard me say so many times that as you think in your mind, you are. And that's why you've got to get control of your mind. See, fundamental research tells us that if you expect less 
from yourself or if you expect less of others, guess what? You're going to get exactly what you expect. That's why it's important that we check your expectations. Because see, we got some new parents and we got to understand. See, expectation, this stuff starts when with, with parents. It starts with teachers. And it starts when parents and when teachers and significant others expect nothing exceptional from you. Parents, you need to hear this and other people need to hear this. That's when everything starts. When parents, teachers, and significant others expect nothing exceptional from you. See, if you expect nothing exceptional, your treatment of them will show it. And that is exactly what they will display. That's how they would act. It's what you expect. Unless we somehow break that particular cycle. And that's what we're trying to do uh, with this program is help you break the cycle. That's what fundamentals is all about, is to help you break the cycle. Because see, there's some men that are listening to this program right now that have been told by their fathers that you aren't anything, that you're not going to amount to nothing, that you're not worth a dime. There's some men that have been told this. There are some men who've been told by their mothers that you are not going to amount to anything and you're going to be just like your dad. Your dad wasn't nothing, a no good SOB, and you're going to be one too. Come on, people. Don't fool yourself and realize that these things are going on in some people's homes. And then watch this. And then the dude, the fun man gets married to the wrong woman, a non-supportive spouse. And guess what? The cycle continues and it goes on and on and on again. And then you wonder why he retreats to that man cave and sits in there with that six pack of beer or that bottle of bourbon because he's dealing with all of this stuff going on in the mind. Well, fundamentals is here to say enough of that is enough. We're here to break the cycle. We are here to challenge you fundamentals. We're here to help you rev up your expectations of, first of all, your own self. I expect more of you, but I need you to expect more of your own self. That's what it's all about. We're here to help you rev up your expectations of others around you, your loved ones. We're here you to rev up your expectations of people that you care about, your friends. You know, we want everybody to raise up. It's about not simply empowering one person. It's about empowering the world. Let me tell you something, man. It will make a noticeable impact on your life and those around you if you check your expectations and raise them up a little bit. Hey, look here. We need to take a break from the man. And uh, we'll, come, <clears throat> we'll be right back. And when we come back, we're going to really take the expectation talk in the direction of relationships. 
because we have expectations in all aspects of our lives and they impact all aspects of our lives. So we want to uh, make sure we give dedicate a little bit of this program to expectations uh, as they uh, pertain to relationships. So we'll deal with that right after our break. You've been listening to Fundamentals on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. And I'm your host, Carl Bobo. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. Voiceamerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. Voiceamerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit voiceamerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. Voiceamerica.tv. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. This is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Fundamentals. Welcome back, Fundamental. Welcome back uh, from our break as we continue our discussion on expectations. And I hope that you gathered, especially during that first part, that uh, expectations are uh, critical uh, in our lives. And in in many cases, we have uh, too low of expectations, especially about ourselves. You know, we need to raise our expectations about ourselves. We need to raise the expectations you even have for your children. Your children are a sponge. They can they they absorb everything. They can do more than you think they, they can do. You, but you have to raise your expect, expectations. They'll perform to that level. But now not only uh, do we need to look at expectations from that perspective, but we also need to look at how expectations uh, impact uh, our relationships. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was doing some research on this thing and, and came to find out that research had found that, you know, typical marriages, now get this from the man, have a 50% chance of lasting. So that means realistically that your relationship, your marriage and my marriage, is a 50% chance of survival. That's like rolling the dice. And I think that the number is actually directly related to unrealistic and outdated expectations in our relationship. So that number, the number I gave, that 50%, I think that number is directly related to unrealistic and outdated expectations in our relationship. So I want you to think about this for a second. If you are currently in a relationship, fundamental, ask yourself, 
what kind of expectations do you put on your partner? I want you to pause. Think about that. What kind of expectations do you put on your partner? You might even realize that you're doing it, but I'm here to tell you, you are doing it. If you are single or married from the man, you have probably experienced sometime in your life a failed relationship. I know I have. What is that we are doing wrong? Why are things failing? What are we doing? Why are relationships, not only in America, but across the globe, not working anymore like they used to? It's because of unrealistic expectations. We got to check our expectations from the men. Now, allow me to give you a little insight in that. See, first of all, when I say unrealistic expectations, see, I want to I want to clarify one myth. Listen to me. Love is not enough. <laughs> you know, it was a, so some song was out there. All you need is love. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, let me tell you something. There's a whole lot of people that have love that didn't make it. Love is not enough. And I know I can hear the silence on the radio program. See, watch this. We are often attracted to people we believe who are our soulmates. Oh, yeah, I'm in love. This is my soulmate. I finally found my soulmate. And that desire is intense. And guess what? The intention is to live together forever. And it is actually sincere. Let me make sure we're clear. It's sincere. It's sincere. However, we have to use a little common sense from the man. See, sometimes we are attracted to people we are not necessarily compatible with. <laughs> I know somebody said, well, Carl, I wish you had told me this beforehand. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we are, we are attracted to people that we are not necessarily compatible with. And see, it's, it's our hormones that cloud your perception. Oh, yeah, them hormones get in the way. And when the initial biological attraction fades from the men, we wake up to the fact that we are committed to someone who does not support who you are or what you want and what you want to become. So, so love alone is an unrealistic expectation. Fundamental, let me tell you something. There's a thing, a big word that is critical in a relationship and the, and the word is called responsibility. See, both parties have to understand what that what you are experiencing in your relationship is actually being created by you, by both of you for your enlightenment. Understand that. Now, watch this. When you don't get what you want, in your relationship, you need to understand 
that what you want is only your belief and expectation system getting in the way of your relationship. Woo! I hope y'all with me. That's deep right there. So when you, again, when you don't get what you want, you have to understand that all that is is your belief system in play, your expectation system in play, and it's getting in the way of your relationship. Because see, both parties need to take a long look at what's important. And my question becomes, what's more important? Is, is it your expectations or is it your relationship? So watch this. If your partner says to you, or says that they will do something. Tells you, I, I'll do something. You know, I don't know if it's clean the garage or whatever it is. And then ch changes their mind. Do you get upset? Or do you accept that they are doing the best that they can? Maybe it's your wife says she was going to wash clothes or wash dishes or clean the house or whatever. And, and, and then changes their mind. Do you get upset? automatically or do you accept that they are doing the best they can see on occasions that you you get really disappointed fundamentally you need to check your expectations to see if they are even realistic in the first place or are they unrealistic because see, here, here's what I learned. Folks, it's not your spouse or your partner's responsibility to make you happy. No, that's your job. That's why we got you on this radio program. You know, you, you, you're not supposed to expect your wife or your girlfriend to make you happy in life. No, that is your job, partner man. And happiness is a state of mind. Something else I want you to consider, fundamental, and that's a thing called self-discipline. We're talking about in our relationships right now. See, when we put our expectations before the relationship, the relationship will fail. Now, I didn't say might fail. Hear me. The relationship will fail. You will be in that 50% that are not going to make it. If you have rules or needs that have to be met for you to be happy, you are putting your yourself before the relationship. Are y'all with me now? Oh yeah, you're putting yourself before the relationship. And then it gets even worse. If both parties require their needs and wants to be satisfied. There is no way in heck that that relationship is going to prosper. It's not, it's not happening because everybody is looking out for only their, their, their situation. See, both parties have to put the relationship first. It has to be ahead of your expectations. And that's something that both people have to understand and work towards doing. Let me share something else with you, a fundamental. You know, I also think that in a relationship and thing that helps in a relationships and helps us 
uh, have our mind where it needs to be. That there needs to be some type of spiritual awareness, a spiritual practice within the relationship. Now, I'm I'm not here to tell everybody that you have to be religious. That's not what I'm saying, because you may or may not be religious on this particular radio program. But you need to at least be spiritual. And to me, there's a difference between being religious and being spiritual. See, both parties, for both parties to thrive in a relationship, both people need to understand the concept of spirituality. And basically, the concept of spirituality basically shows us that there is some consciousness bigger than you and I are that is in operation in the universe that we live in. That's that, of course, that's my, my, my methodology or my definition. But, you know, it's it's basically that there are there's some consciousness bigger than you and I are that is in the operation in the universe that we live in. And see, fundamentally, when we understand that, that there is a bigger picture than our individual desires, when, when, when we can put life in its proper perspective, that's, gonna, that, that's what's going to, things going to matter. When we really understand, it helps us to understand that there's more to life than simply us. So check your expectations. I'll tell you something else that I would encourage you to do, uh, fundamentally, as far as expectations and relationships. You know, you need some positive role models. You know, there are always people that we know who live their life like we want to live ours. If you really think about it, you know some people in your world that lives their life like you want to live yours. Here's my advice. Seek them out for advice and guidance. Come on now. You got to do it. Seek them out for advice and guidance. I told you guys a long time ago, that I remember asking my dad a long time ago, was I was heck. Uh, 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 dude, I think I was in college. And Adam, how, 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 how do you stay married to the same person for 20, 30, 40 years? To the same, 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 same person. But I wanted advice. There are people out there that we need to get advice from. So, so you need to get advice, whether it's from a, a pastor, it could be a friend, it could be a parent, it could be a host. Uh, of a radio show like Fundamentals. But we all need guidance from the men. We all need somebody that can help us. So I want to encourage you to pick out some role models. Now, something else I want to talk to, to, to uh, encourage you to do in, in your relationship is, is I want you to discuss. Get rid of me. When, when you check expectations, I want you to discuss and don't argue. Think about it. Whenever we argue, we are coming from a place of fear. We have to be right. And the other person has to be wrong. When we discuss something, we come as equals, looking for a mutual decision. Y'all feeling me today? 
Always remember, no one wins an argument. It just, uh, no one wins. You might be right, but you might lose your relationship. That's the real deal for you, fundamental. Let me let me let me let me share one other thing I want to share with you real quick, and then we'll take another break. And that's a big word, another big word in our relationship, and as we're checking our expectations, and it's the word forgiveness. Forgiveness needs to be a big part in your relationship. You have to forgive yourself more than we forgive others. Oh, for sure. See, whenever we are hurt. It's, it's, it's because you didn't understand the lesson. See, so, so you have to seek the truth of the lesson in order to understand why you experienced the pain. So to f- forgive the other person will not prevent similar events from happening in the future. That's not what it's going to do. You have to forgive yourself and understand your part in creating the situation. So what I'm saying, fundamental, even in our relationship, check your expectations. Hey, look here, we're going to take another break and then we're going to come back in our man down session where we're going to continue our talk on expectations. But I'm going to give you a little twist on uh, how you can make some changes there and kind of help pick you back up a little bit. So again, you've been listening to Fundamentals on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. And I'm your host, Carl Bobo. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. This is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Funda Mentals. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, as we continue uh, our discussion today uh, in the realm of expectations and to check our expectations, because many times either our expectations are too low and need to be revved up, or our expectations are unrealistic and need to be toned down a little bit. But I still think no matter what, we all need to check them a little bit. Now we are here at our Man Down uh, segment. And uh, for those of you that are new to our program, we started this uh, uh, with our really first show because we really wanted to have a part of the show that was dedicated to uh, when, when life has beaten people down, has beaten men down to such a point, whether it's, you know, whether it's job related, personal related, family, whatever, uh, emotionally, when job is beating you down, sometimes it's hard to get up. We came with, we came up with this phrase uh, from the military and police, how they use it, that when they yell on the radio that a man is down, that means he can't get up by himself and go out and he needs somebody to come help them. So we recognize that in life, there are certain circumstances that happen that can put you flat down on your back and you need some help getting up. And that's what the man down section is all about. And usually we try to focus on some of the principles of things that we talked about uh, early on in the podcast and, and then give you some things that can kind of help you uh, uh, implement some of the things that we talked about. And that's what I want to do today. You know, those of you who don't know if you know, uh, are familiar with uh, Tony Robbins, motivational speaker out there and uh, just does an outstanding work. If you're not familiar with him, I'm going to encourage you to look him up. Uh, he's got some good books out there. He's got some good uh, tapes out there, uh, some conference does seminars and conferences that people all across the world travel uh, to be a part of. And, and he's really good at uh, trying to Keep, give people the right perspective and actually have people be grounded. I was talking to a gentleman last week who uh, we've gotten some art from um, uh, at the uh, Richard McDonald uh, studio and uh, uh, Josh, his, his nephew, he was just talking about he's all there, all a part of this uh, Tony Robbins uh, mastery program. And one thing about Tony is, you know, he, he does different things because he's so, so he's, so well grounded, but he was explaining one of the things that he did on one of the trips. I forgot where they were, uh, but he told everybody to keep your bag, uh, your, your your overnight bag. Don't unpack that. Your suitcase is fine, but keep your over overnight bag ready because at the drop of a moment, I might take tell us to catch a plane and we're going somewhere. And that's exactly what he did. He's got all these CEOs and famous people and uh, just important people who've done a lot of great things in life that are part of this. And uh, this particular trip, uh, Josh was telling me that they went to uh, India, uh, basically not knowing where they were going, but Tony wanted to take all of these important people to India. And what he wanted wanted them to see is he wanted them to see the conditions over. He wanted to, he took them where where you had families living on the streets, where you had eight and nine member families that uh, were living in dirt and in mud and didn't have clean water to drink. And his point was that. He wanted this group to learn to not sweat the small stuff and to understand how blessed they really are. And I think we can all understand that a little bit. So I encourage you to check out Tony Robbins. Now, one thing that he said, and the reason I mentioned his name is because he said something about expectations that I appreciate. And I think that uh, those of us in this particular program could benefit from. 
He said, change your expectations to appreciation. Get this now. Change your expectations to appreciation. And Tony says, your whole world changes in an instant. Think about that. Change your expectations to appreciation and your whole world changes in an instant. This quote is about attitude, fundamental, and how your attitude can impact your perception of the world around us. It can change how you inter interpret the things which go on around you. It's, a, it's, it's actually a different feeling. It's a, it's a weird space. It's, it's, it's expecting, it's a feeling of expecting something as compared to appreciating something. That's a difference. When I'm expecting something versus when I appreciate something. You know, in one case, you feel old, O-W-E-D, old. In another case, you feel odd. Think about it, A-W-E-D. See, when I expect something, I feel old. When I appreciate things, I feel odd. I'm in awe because of everything that has already happened and been done in my life. Think about it. Expectation is also looking forward to what you hope to gain or is looking backwards in your past for what you had or had not received. That's all tied into expectation. And we need to understand, fundamental with expectation, there's no room for the present. And that's why there's so many people walking around feeling unsatisfied. They may even be, they might even be driving the car that they want to drive, living in the house that you want, have the family, but people are still unsatisfied. Why? It's because of expectations versus appreciation. Because when you get to, when you switch to the appreciation mode, you appreciate the car that you have, you appreciate the house that you live in, you appreciate the apartment that you live in, you appreciate the clothes in your back, you appreciate your family. There's a big difference. See, appreciation, on the other hand, is, is strictly about here and now. Fundamentally, you appreciate what you have and you appreciate what is around you. Your assets, as well as your possibilities. But they are both in the present. And I'm here to tell you right now that that's a better place to be is when you're living in the present. Funda man, you, you, you've heard me say in front of the world out there that, you know, our attitude determines our altitude. I don't know who was the first person to say that because it's been quoted probably a million times, not simply thousands. Uh, but our attitude determines our altitude. And, and I believe that 200 percent. Our attitude is 100 percent responsible for what you are able to accomplish Funda man. 100% responsible, not 90%, not 70%, not 80%, not 95%. It's 100% responsible. I mentioned in, in my chapter of the book uh, that I was uh, one of the authors in that was called Becoming Outrageously Successful, that our attitude is so important that when you look at the alphabetical layout of the word, you know, you'll see that the num how the numbers add up, you know, A being the first letter of the alphabet, you know, think about it, you know, like that. 
in numbers, you know, B being the second letter, C. So take the number A being the first letter and do the one. Look at T and count what number it equates to in the alphabet order, like 20, and, and put that in. And T again, put that number in. I. And, and what I'm here to tell you, watch this. When you lay it out, the numbers add up to 100. It's remarkable. Because your attitude represents 100% of who you are fundamentally. And therefore, it's imperative, especially if you're in this in this man down segment, I want you to understand that when you switch from an attitude of expectation to an attitude of appreciation, your whole world will change immediately. I have to agree with Tony there. Because all of the stuff that was stressing you out, all of a sudden, it, it, it does it no longer stresses you out. Because the reality of it is, we actually have more good things going on in our life than we have bad. There are more positive things going on in our life. And when you take an inventory of your life under man, you come to the same conclusion. But see, one of the problems is, is that what we normally do is we accentuate the negative. We focus on the problem and not necessarily on all of the great things that we have going on in our life. And that's why I want to change your mind, like Tony says, from an attitude of expectation to an attitude of appreciation. See, fundamentally, if you want to move up, your attitude has to be positive. It has to be realistic. It has to be forward thinking. See, our attitude also impacts those around us. We've all been in a room before where uh, everything is cool and pleasant, and then somebody walks in with a bad attitude, changes the whole mood. The flip side, we've been in a, a, a situation where uh, if things were quiet in a normal room, and then all of a sudden, a person comes in with a very positive and energetic attitude, and guess what? The whole room changes. That's where we get that term positive buzz from. And see, every marketeer wants to be around this kind of product. I had an uncle that was like this, just lit up the whole room. Every marketeer wants to be around that, a person that has that positive attitude. And see, fundamentally, we got to understand is that we're all products. Whether you want to know it, whether you know it or not, you're trying to sell your qualifications. You're trying to sell your qualifications to your boss. You're trying to sell your qualifications to your lady. You try to exert your influence. We're all in sales. So, so how can we apply all this in our life? It, you can do it at any place in your life where you have expectations. I want you to look at that. Anywhere you have expectations, replace them with appreciation. You should consider exchanging that attitude with one of appreciation instead. Now, it might not seem like as much, might not seem like a big deal until you realize that you have uh, uh, expectations everywhere and that you're placing demands on other people and other person. When you realize it, you'll see it. And when you switch it, you will notice the change immediately. So how would things be in your life if there were fewer demands from the men regarding what you or others must do and more appreciation for things to do? Wouldn't that make your life immediately more pleasant? The fo old folks used to say, and we're going to close out, that baby, you can catch more flies with honey 
and vinegar. I want you to replace the word flies with people. You can catch more people with honey than you can with vinegar funder men. You should get the point. Which, which would result in best results? Lectures about expectations or lectures or statements about appreciation for things done. Hey, look here, we've run out of time for today. Funder man, I want to challenge you. Check your expectations. Change them from expectation to appreciation and you will be man up. Until we get back together next week at this same time, this is Carl Bobo on Voice America Empowerment Channel and Fundamentals. Man out. Thanks for listening this week to Fundamentals. Please join your host, Carl Bobo, again next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an awesome week.